0: hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls gamers and film critics alike it's another episode of fast food films and this time we'll be talking about the rock a mild-mannered chemist and an ex-con must lead a counter-strike when a group of rogue military men led by renegade general threatened to nerve gas uh a nerve gas attack from alcatraz against san francisco before you start, Keith, I've got a story behind this one, like I did last last week with, uh, last, sorry, last episode with um, Independence Day. It goes like right. this, right? During a maths class, because this things didn't happen in maths class, a guy called Paul, um, big into cars and stuff, yeah, was spoging over the rock. And we all went to go and see it at our, our local cinema in Voking, and uh, it was awesome. And I think that was the last film I saw with my school friends before I left. That tells you how old I am. Um, so yes, welcome. And uh yeah, and so uh, you want to talk about The Rock from nineteen ninety-six, Michael Bay. I, I do because yeah, Michael Bay, who's probably the king of fast food films, we think about he, uh, Michael Bay is,
1: is the greatest porn director that never was, and I, I, I stick to this. This guy would fucking own Pornhub if he made porn movies. <laughs> oh, he In wouldn't the- Yes, he yeah, fucking would. Right, are, are, are you, you telling talking. me? Are you telling me that watching Transformers, right? You don't get a stirring in your pants when you first see what's her face leaning up against that fucking car because you're lying. If not, no, because I heard. heard warm male
0: doesn't like, matter. Like every warm, warm, every
1: warm-blooded male gets at least a stirring in his pants. I oh, What's-Her-Face is leaning against the car.
0: Come on. No, but hang on Come a second. This on. Is, no, 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 no. Because this is the thing. This is the thing when it comes to Michael Bay. That that shot of her uh, on the car is like the shot of all the military hardware that it takes. If you oh, look, yeah. it's got beauty sweeps and all of that stuff where he kind of shows in. Like, uh, go to a Michael Bay film and look at how many helicopter shots he can fit in because he loves helicopters. Oh, yeah, he loves helicopters. He, he couldn't get enough fucking helicopters in... Um... In
1: uh, this movie, wanted helicopter in, in, in the rock, but he loves military porn, porn, he is a porn director. <laughs> Come <Okay>. on. <laughs> uh, 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 all right That's uh, not knocking him. If it's kind of like if Carlsberg did, it's like if Michael did Michael Bay did porn movies, they would be the best porn movies in the world. And it's absolutely true. <laughs>
0: I, I, I don't want to sound rude or anything, but this is, isn't good for um, algorithmic <laughs> thing. Would you be talking about the <laughs> film? Okay, I mean, maybe <laughs> we should point. go
1: back to the rock. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Maybe we yeah, should say the on P. On yeah. than, but I don't think it is. I think it's a case of he just, he has he has a thing for shooting things certain ways. Apparently there is a Michael Bay list of things in films that you need to drink. and Like you've got the, the spinny shot, no, he does a spinning shot around people. I love that spinning shot. I'm sorry to say, I really do like that spinning. Bad Boys, the first Bad Boys, I think, had the best spinning shot. Even though you've got you Nicolas see, Cage in this one after the car chase, he has the spinning shot.
1: You, you just like because talking of Michael Bay, this is probably my favourite Michael Bay film, but it is followed closely by Bad Boys because I oh, fucking
0: love no. Bad Boys. My but favorite, that... my favourite Michael Bay film is Pearl Harbor, but not for the reasons that it should be. No, um. Um, but the
1: thing is, the man knows how to use a camera. The man knows how to use a camera and make a, an action film. And, I mean, yeah, to me, this the, the Rock is probably one of his best, if not his best. It's certainly one of the best bloody action movies, certainly from the latter end of the 90s. Um, I mean, it's just got... It, it's It's almost... It's not quite the perfect popcorn movie. It's not quite like Independence Day, but it damn well nearly is. Um, I mean, it has everything in it. It has, has action. It has character. I mean, sorry, Stanley Goodspeed. What a fucking name. Stan, uh, Nicolas Cage, overacting. But, I mean, here's a, here's a fact for you, right? Most of his dialogue in this film is ad-libbed by Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage. Absolutely true. Um, And and he overacts and people, I mean, you know, Nicolas Cage, he's not an actor's actor, but you fucking love him. I mean, even even though he overacts every scene and he chews the fucking scenery like it's nobody's business. He's fucking brilliant in this film. <laughs> I fucking love him in this film. I mean, it, the pairing of him and Connery is just fucking de- de- you know, What's the word? It's genius, and I mean, and come on, it's got Sean Connery. I mean, immediately, I mean, you know, you see a Michael Bay film, and its levels there. Then you see it starring Sean Connery, it immediately goes up fucking five levels, doesn't it? I mean, come on, it just just does. Sean Connery adds
0: five fucking levels to every movie. In a wheelchair with a blanket over him.
1: I'll leave him alone. He's he's allowed a retirement. He's a legend, Sean Connery. He was James fucking Bond. Come on. Um, but I I, I think the thing I, I like about this film is that the the bad guy is is a bit more three-dimensional. For a pot for, for, for a fast food film, it's got a bit of a three-dimensional
0: bad guy. Absolutely. You know, no, not, it has, it is, no, because it has two other bad guys in it who are not one played by one of my oh. an actor with a brilliant voice. What's his name? Tony yes. Dow. He's got such yep. a great voice. He's one of those people like um, Morgan Freeman, like who's uh, a really loud guy. Gordon's alive. Who's he? Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Fantastic voice. Uh, uh, Christopher Lee. Another fantastic. Got that kind of it's like aged to perfection voice. He must smoke and, and and drink you know vodka and whatnot. Tony Dow. As one of the bad guys, because you sit and yeah. go, he wasn't the bad guy. Hummel, who was Ed Harris's character, wasn't the bad guy in the Rock. He was trying to get something done. He was doing bad methods for it. You had the two guys. I don't know who the little fella was. Looked a bit rubbery. Yeah, but he, but he right. gets
1: his comeuppance. which doesn't. Oh, he, he yes. meets. Right. His, he end. meets. He meets his end, which is really good. Um, the other thing is the bad guys do get satisfying uh, endings. Um, but we'll, we'll come back to that because there is a. Massive movie mistake when um, Ed Harris's character meets his demise. He's talking about the mat, the crash mat? Yeah, <laughs> it's so blatant. How the fuck did they miss that?
0: His name's Tony Todd, by the way, not Tony Dow. Tony, Tony Todd, Dow, was, I don't know, Tony I, Dow's I, but, but I know, I <laughs> know, I know who you're talking about. The
1: um, because he was also Cannonman. in that Star Trek thing as well. That fan-made Star, hang on, Tony, Tony Todd has been in loads of Star Trek. He usually plays Klingons. Yes, but he was in the Star Trek um oh, what's it called? You know the fan made thing on YouTube that was fucking amazing. Axena. Um Axena. He was in Axena. He played the Admiral in Axena. And and he kind of again, he kind of ups the level of anything he's in, doesn't he? He kind of he does have that presence.
0: You're right. His voice has that that it's Morgan great. Freeman style. It is, yeah, it it is a is good voice. No, absolute, I agree. That's an absolutely fantastic voice, Tony Todd. Um, uh, I'm trying to find the guy who played thingy. I think his name is Gregory. Oh my god! See, this is the this is the fella. I'm going to share the screen. See if I can share the screen here for this. He played. Uh, he's one of those unfortunate people who's got a weasel face. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's probably one of the nicest guys ever, but he's he, he's got a weasel face, especially in this. It looks quite rubbery.
1: Yeah, and I mean he's weasel, He does he does come across as a arsehole in I, I think i've seen him in other stuff and i think he's been an arsehole in that as well it's probably typecast. Um, it's well, like
0: the guy who um dick jones in robocop um he always yes. he's always been uh what do you call it uh a, a typecast as an arsehole um but my friends met him in real life and he said he was one of the nicest people he's ever met because he was really polite really polite really patient and everything um, but yeah, he's it's just—it's one of those. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's like a, an outlet. Maybe secretly underneath, they want to be an arsehole, but they behave themselves to the point that you know it's not worth being an arsehole, And this is an outlet for him. Oh.
1: <laughs> so, look at his IMDb page talking about arsehole. <laughs> um, Have Ever look at his IMDb page, right? Um, and and look at the third third movie he's in um, from the top. It's called Robin Hood. Rob Hood. look at what he's credited at awesome. 2017. Short asshole. Exactly what you said. That's what he's credited for.
0: Where is it? Oh yeah, there you go. just <laughs> hey, unfortunate.
1: Oh dear, that's quite funny. That and you funny. know the other guy, one of the other guys that's in this, uh, who, who who gets his demise in the um, the mining car thing. That's the guy that plays Dr. Cox. Oh, John C. McKinsey from Scrubs. Yes, he's in this. Yeah, no, I, no, mean, I knew he was. One say. of my favorite Scrubs characters, if not my favorite Scrubs
0: character. Um, I would. This is what I'd like. Yeah, I would like a Star Trek series where you've got Tim Allen as the Starship Captain and him as the XO. That would be fucking captain. awesome. Come on, how good would that be? It would be, be, they they can make it funny and exciting and everything just with those two characters alone. Um, I'd rather watch that than another series of Picard. Um, but yeah, John C. McGuinty in it. Who said Michael Bean in it? Had Michael Bean in it, Terminator and Aliens. Michael Bean, it's uh, he was he that was the last time I saw Michael Bean. He vanished after that. I saw him on that and in Command and Conquer. And then he just vanished off the face of the earth. I'm assuming he must have pissed someone off somewhere for him to disappear like that. Cause Michael Bean was, he was one of these people who, who, who should have been huge, but he wasn't. But Hey, he,
1: but I mean, uh, Coxy wasn't very famous when he was in this. I mean, he had a very bit role in this, um, but then he went on, as I said, to just, just to play the legend that was Dr. Cox. Um, some, some other, I mean, we'll, we'll go through the sort of story briefly because I've got quite a few interesting facts around this. I found a lot more about this than I did, um, uh, Independence Day, but I mean, I, I mean, it's got the names as well Stanley Goodspeed. I mean, and there was more than one fucking James Bond. Um, sort of innuendo in that movie. I mean, the bit where Ad Harris captures him. I mean, you know, he's, he's Bond. I mean, he's pretty much fucking Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this was the last time Sean Connery really played Bond. I mean, he he. It. I love Sean Connery in this film. I love all of his his roles in it. There's a um, there's a story behind the fact that because this is a Disney produced movie. Um... And Disney, being Disney, weren't particularly happy with what was going on because Michael Bay likes, you know, to blow shit up and wants lots of helicopters and they were trying to keep him in check. So Michael Bay, being Michael Bay, uh, was off to for a meeting to get get his ass kicked and Connery famously stopped him and goes, where are you going? He goes, I'm off to see the, uh, the Disney execs. He goes, I'll come with you. And uh, so Michael Bay's walked in there and they're, they're all ready to give him a dressing down. And then in, in walked Connery. And they were all like, uh, 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 uh. and Connery just went, stop giving him shit. <laughs> and they all fucking went fine. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it went. Um, but no, I, I mean, it,
0: I know that I the think... producer had a go at him for the amount of bloody helicopters he was using. It turns go against his film. Oh, yeah. It's got to be fucking helicopters. There's more helicopters than people because he loves because we went back to that. He loves his military hardware stuff. Um, He also used the wrong type of planes for the US Air Force. I I had
1: that down. I had Ah, that as a fact for you. He used F-18s, which are flown by by the Navy and not the Air Force. And it was pointed out to him, and he went, I don't give a shit. They look cool. That was his response. And he's not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) He, there is something quite cool about their, those F-18s flying, even though it's CGI, uh, of them flying under the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Um, uh, they never do that. Cool. That, again,
0: breaks, that breaks their 500-foot uh, rule.
1: They wouldn't know, do that. I know. But that's why CGI CGI, Gareth. Um, but, I mean, again, he's... You know, you can say what you like about Michael Bay, and I, I've got, you know, a shitload of criticism. The guy is an amazing cinematographer. I mean, he 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 just does. He has a style that is immediately identifiable. You know, yes. you can watch. You know, you're watching a Michael Bay film. He does those low camera. He was doing gimbal fucking shots before gimbal shots were cool. You
0: know, I mean, he was he was, it was fucking doing gimbal
1: you know. shots.
0: Oh. It's weird. Yeah, I, I would put I would put Zack Snyder in the same category as Michael Bay, where they're great visual directors. If you want something visual, yeah,
1: you know you you know you're watching a Zack Snyder Snyder film, yeah, and the, you know uh, you're watching
0: a Michael Bay film. Like that, only two, I think, you can pair them together like that. I'm trying to think of other ones that don't quite cover the drama and. <laughs> but it, it,
1: it, it just, it, it's just—it's the way he does shot, and his his colorings and his filters that he uses on the camera. And the thing is, unlike a lot of directors, it's Bay behind the camera. Bay likes to operate behind the camera a hell of a lot, mm. and and he, he he is one of these more hands-on directors that will do that will get get involved with the camera work. And as I said, he is a unique cinema, cin, cinematographer it's, in the in the respect right. of the way he shoots.
0: Why isn't Michael Bay? Doing a Call of Duty modern warfare film.
1: I have no I have no idea because he again he would be fucking it
0: for him. Yeah. It really is that's that's that it's so up his alley in regards to in regards to what to do film wise. I find it ridiculous that he's he's not doing it because there's I mean, this shot thing, The shower scene in in um yeah has been created twice inside the Call of Duty franchise. It's it's yes. it was in Modern Warfare, I think it was Modern Warfare 2. You had that. Um, I don't know if it, I think it was a bit where you, it was in the gulag when you rescue Price, and then you had the same, you've got the same in the current Modern Warfare where you have to fight to get back into the, the, the massive I'm, battle arena. Remember it in Modern
1: Warfare 2, but that was probably one of the last Call of Duties I ever played because, like, you know. I get bored of these continuing fucking same shit different game kind of crap. Um, but I, I, I remember going to this scene I remember seeing this film at the cinema and and just loving it. it, it, it again, the, the idea of the, the, this series of videos is that we call them fast food films is because it's a film that you can just bung on, forget the you fucking outside world and have two hours of fun. And it is a fun movie. It's not quite the family-friendly movie that Independence Day is, and uh, it on where you watch it because it, it's been censored to fuck depending on where you watch it. There's several scenes that were cut out. There were several scenes that were put back in again. But uh, if you get if you get it on blue Blu-ray, Blu-ray it, it's the full 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 film. But I mean, it just it, it's so over the top. But it's over top in a good way. There, there, there is a fine line in action movies where you can go over the top and it just be stupid. And Michael Bay has done that more than once. Um, but in this, it, it's balanced perfectly. Hence why I think it is probably one of his best. I love Bad Boys 1 and 2 and 3, actually. I, I like Bad Boys 3, although he wasn't, he only produced that. He didn't di- direct it. And you can tell. Um, it's not shot as well as Bad Boys One and Two, nowhere near actually. Mm. And it misses that that Michael Bay style photography, you know, and that 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 sort of low shot on the Miami thing and the plane landing, which he loves to do. Bad Boys Three misses that completely. Um, but this this it just had a good story, it had goodies and baddies, but in Ed Harris's character was the surprising because it sets him up as the bad guy. But you're right, he's not the bad guy in the end. In actual fact, the FBI uh, guy, John Spencer, who we'll talk about again in a minute because I adore him, um, he he's really nasty. He's far more nasty or, than the general, really. Um, and he's probably one
0: of the only bad guys that really doesn't get his comeuppance, it's, although uh, he doesn't I, get to capture I, Connery. I, I do find it funny because after he gets, he gets caught by... He gets caught by Hummel and locked in the cells with Stanley Goodspeed towards the, the, the last third of the film, and 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 he decides that he's fucking off the island after he meets Hummel. Yeah. And he turns around and goes, "Why are you leaving?" Because he's not going to pull the trigger. He says, "Because well, what do you mean?" Because I looked into his eyes, he's not going to do it like that. And he's like, "He's just fucking off." Because he's like, "Well, he's not going to pull the trigger." Because what about the others? And it was like, "Okay, mate, they might." Yeah,
1: but he comes back. He comes back and saying, but I love that scene when they're in the cells and, and Nicholas Cage is doing his typical overacting and getting all fucking pissy. And, and, and he goes, When are you going to break us out of it? And the cell doors just go like that. And Corey just taps him He goes, How did you do that? He goes, Trade Secrets, my son. I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, and I, I mean, I love also, I love the fucking um, Area 51, the Roswell references in this. Like they are real. That was a, that oh, was like you know God, when, when when the FBI director references the night the alien landing in 1947, like it was some serious thing.
0: I love that little little Easter egg. Right. What what, what I want to say what, what I want to say is that there was a conspiracy behind the UFOs in the 90s, but it's not the conspiracy that you think it is. Oh, I I, I would you I know, like that. would you like to I've... tell me what the conspiracy is and you'll go ah. Here he goes. All right. Well, one of the, one of them was the testing of the, F, um, no, the triangular one. No, the... not even close. It goes like this, yeah. So you had all these UFO programs that were being made, yeah? So all the electronics companies that were making camcorders at the time were paying for these to be on TV. The reason they were paying for them to be on TV is because everyone was buying video cameras in case they saw a UFO, and it acted as a good sales pitch that's the conspiracy behind the ufos M- isn't mate it. in the 90s you could take out insurance for, against
1: alien abduction even one of them had a fucking catchphrase beam me up scotty i'm covered <laughs> seriously i'm not fucking joking <laughs> um but i just loved the reference in the, in the film i thought that was great um and i love the car chase the car chase is great i love the 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 really fucking stereotyped German guy. Oh no, my hammer <laughs> in the scene where because Connery steals a hammer and then of course Nick's Cage steals a yellow Ferrari. Um not a red one, no, no, they went with a different thing. They went a bright fucking yellow Ferrari. And I tell you what, an interesting fact. They had to um I think it was something like get permission from 500 residents to film that scene where they are driving down the thing. And if you notice, they actually drive down it about three times because the stretch of road that they drive down was less than a mile. And they drive down it about three times and stretch it out to make it look a lot longer. But in order to get all the residents to agree, they had to do some really stupid things, like including one set of residents demanded that they, that, that, that they arrange to wash their dogs.
0: And then the other one was well, cleaning. I can't remember.
1: Yes, yes. Do somebody's drive clean? I mean, there's so many sort of thing things like that. I mean, I found a couple of there was a couple of videos on YouTube talking about it, and there was another scene. There was there was lots of little odd things, you know, people wanting c- 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 real debauched kind of things to to get this 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 you know. Agreement that they could shoot this scene down, down, you know, the film, and basically that was that was Michael Bay's sort of tribute to Bullet, because you know the old watch this Steve McQueen film where he drives the Mustang down down there in the car chase, um, and that was when they didn't have to get quite the amount of permission that they had to in the nineties. Um, uh, that it, what, uh, what,
0: was it, what was it? The French Connection with Gene Hackman with a stunt man just like him him and the driver just went out and filmed like at six o'clock in the morning and got the shots that they needed. Yes. But that Which, was based on the seventies when you could just go, ah, fuck it. No, if we don't get caught, everything <laughs> will be fine.
1: But the guy that did that, I think was a guy that filmed doing something similar in Paris. I think it was shot in the early seventies where he fucking donuts around the de off at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, and does this mad chase all the way through the city, and it's the same guy. And G- and I think the, the, he's never been caught. The people don't know who he is. And I'm pretty damn sure that the guy that filmed the whole Gene Hackman thing was the same guy. Not sure. I'll have to check on that. But it, okay. it, it was a, certainly eminent of a guy. There was a video of a guy doing this this stunt drive through Paris at stupid o'clock in the morning, and I think it's the same guy. Um, and if you watch that, it's nuts. It's fucking insane what he does. And it's 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 totally real. Um, but then you know, there there's lots of nutters in France that like to make train like jumping on the back and train surfing. That's a thing in France, and those trains go fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, there are YouTube
0: videos of idiots train surfing. That might be explained. might explain to what the last three times I've come back from Paris, my train's been delayed. So it's a
1: thing in France. Um But yeah, it's, it, I mean, that, that car chase, it, it, it's a brilliant car trace. Um, and I like, again, I like it when he meets up with his daughter and Stanley turns up, but then Stanley, you know, is nice to him and doesn't just lock him up, even though he's been through hell to catch him. You know, poor old Stanley. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> Again, the the whole the whole notion that he is this amazing chemist is ridiculous. But if you don't think too much about this film, bit like Independence <laughs> Day, it's fun. Um, but anyway, should I get into my interesting facts, or should we go through more
0: of the thing? Because I got. Uh, more, a few. We'll talk about more of films? Because uh, let's start off with. Uh... Or... Because right, they're, he liked it. He did quite a good introduction where Hummel and the guys steal the VX gas, and then yeah, and then one of them gets gets killed by it, which is something that you kind of people forget to kind of set up in 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 um, what do you call it films these days. Which I, I I like that little thing. And then they also showed how um, what is Nicholas Cage disarms that baby that baby doll yeah. thing. In, in the case, which is good. Cool. That 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 I've been in chemistry labs, none of them look like that. That was a set. <laughs> I'm sure the people yeah, who on army bases will probably say the same. Um
1: right. but, but I anyway. like that scene where it's like you expect me to put this through my heart? Yes. <laughs> uh, that, 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 whole, that whole that whole that
0: scene is, is funny. Cause it's cause quite it... comedic this one. <laughs> But these are good setups, yeah. Because you've got the you have the setup for, for Stanley, you have the setup for Hummel, you have the setup for the gas. Then you have the setup for Mason's character when they go to break him out, when they take him out of prison, and he uh, he escapes the the hotel suite by a- attacking his captor. Um, what's his name? The, the FBI agent, the old fella. Um, oh, I, forget, I the actor is John
1: Spencer. Um, but I can't remember. Uh, I hang on, I'll find it because I know. let
0: exactly. to have these things to, to, to hand.
1: Um, I, I do have these things to hand. Hang on. Uh, he was Womack. That was it. FBI Womack. director Womack. Womack.
0: Womack. Sorry. Womack. Yeah. Yeah. Womack. And, he, and he throws him over the thing with with the cable, so everyone runs rushes to help him as he as he fucks off, and then he has a chase with Nicolas Cage. So you get his setup. So you get. This is something that's missing from Phil's. They don't do enough of this. Where that like the whole beginning of that film is a setup for everything. Yeah, it's a setup for the island. It's a setup for for Mason. It's a setup for Womack. It's a setup for Goodspeed. It's a setup for Hummel. To set up to you know for for like kind of even John C. McGintley's character. The only person who didn't set up was Michael Bean, and that's because Michael Bean was going to get killed. <laughs> so they set all of this stuff up, and then it's like kind of like, we'll we'll sort the island out, and we're gonna we're gonna bomb it with thermite plasma um whatnot um which i'm sure is just aluminium oxide um it's just hot aluminium oxide sorry
1: well there's, but, there's quite an interesting thing around the whole chemical thing which we'll get into in a minute but um well the, you're right you know, about the chemical the yeah. che- yes just don't, don't i will get that i know i've got this is what you do to
0: me constantly
1: I know, history,
0: um, I, know, I know the unofficial. We'll come back bit. to it because it, <laughs> it, but...
1: it's very, it's very interesting. Um, but um, yeah, the, the, the killing that guy at the beginning sets up the sense of danger of what they've stolen. Yes, um, and then them then landing in helicopters on um, <laughs> on uh, Alcatraz, and I love that scene where 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 you got the little sort of guy dressed up, the drill sergeant guy dressed up. Um, and and they kind of intimidate him, tower over him. That, that's quite a good little scene. And, yeah, then the car trace, and then, you know, here sort of Goodspeed sort of pers- persuading Mason to, to, to help, and then Goodspeed finding out that he's got to go with them, and then the sort of whole underwater arrival scene, which the studio tried to stop happening, and Bay uh, insisted it happened because uh, it showed them arriving on the island and it go again it, it's that build up and it's that build up to the beginning of the movie once they get onto the island and then as you you sort of reference the they soon get sort of dispatched quite nastily in the shower scene but it's at that point that you realize that ed harris's character isn't quite the nasty bastard that you think he is but the but it's also that bit where you see uh todd and the, the arsehole, the looks on their faces they make it Obvious that they're enjoying it, and you realize that oh, those are really the bad guys. Um, yeah, and it's, then from then on in,
0: it's done well. And it, 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 it,
1: it yeah, I mean, there, there were things that were cut from me because soon after that scene, they have to escape because they're walking through the sort of under tunnels of um Alcatraz and they get overheard, and then there's this whole sort of mine car chase scene. Um, initially. It, they weren't going to be on the, the sort of mine cars. You know the bit at the end where the mine car crashes and yeah, it's so stand that the sand is thrown into a hanging thing. one? Hanging ones, yeah. And the thing is that 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 whole sort of running track made to look a lot longer. They only had like a 100 foot of track, and they had to keep recycling again the same, the same shots to make it well, look
0: longer. It's still a know, great scene. If you know anything about the filming of Aliens... They only had six alien costumes. Yes, but I they know had a no way it. to make it look like they were fucking millions of the bastards. So I can yeah. understand him using a piece of track like that.
1: And I would I I I I still love aliens. I, I know you love Alien, and I know why you do. And it's it is a cine, cinematic masterpiece, but I love aliens because there's more action in it. It's it's that it's more my type of movie than Alien was like this psychological. F- horror thriller aliens isn't
0: it was it's a sci-fi action flick, film basically. that's that's yeah. what
1: is. it's the same with terminator terminator is technically a slash flick, flick too um, but, ter- but again, terminator is very different to terminator 2 um they're very very different movies uh, and that's similar with alien and and aliens they are very different genres in the same you know with the in the same world but different different genres i mean yeah, Aliens is more of a slash, but it's also a sci-fi fucking action film because you've got all the fucking marines in it and all the shit like that. Um, but it, I mean, I, I, it's, it, it, neither of those movies are are fast food films though because there's a lot more to them. Whereas yeah. this, there isn't anything underlying it. It's just great action film. You've you know the the, the bit where they're the, as I said the, the the sort of mind car tracing. I love that. Um, and then I love the sort of like, you know, Sean Connery, as you said, he says he he, 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 he gets caught. Um, he sacrifices himself so that Stanley can go on. Then he realizes that the, there is no danger because the General Geezer is not going to pull the trigger, as you've referenced. So then he tries to walk off, but he can't quite do it. Um, so he comes back and saves Stanley in the nick of time, just as he's about to get shot in the head. Um, uh, Sean Connery comes in, breaks the guy's neck, which I fucking love. Um, and then you have that sort of finale where the general gets shot because he refuses to... Um, uh, refuses Lance to sort of kill people. And uh, and the obvious happens that there's dissension among the ranks. I mean, if again, if we were looking into this too closely, what would you expect them to do? Um, but, you know, as, as, uh, as it goes... They, they, they kind of break ranks, and then there's this whole fucking shooting scene. The music's great as well. The music, again, Bay uses music very well in this film. And, uh, you know, there's a tragic shot of Ed Harris getting shot and landing on a crash mat, which then magically disappears in the next shot. Um, <laughs> and then he's lying on the floor dead. Um, and then you have the whole Stanley Nicholas Cage being the hero, and then the arsehole getting the, uh, the eating the... Um,
0: Tide the, Pod. The VXS. What, like, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens if you eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> Remember the Tide Pod thing when kids were eating Tide Pods? I was like
1: fucking two years ago. But um yeah. I, I, and 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 I love the ending of them getting married in the church and then uh, and then running off with the with the film. And uh again, Ad libbed at the end because there was numerous things and they went with the you want to know who killed Kennedy. Um but it's just—it's a great action film. You don't feel at the end of watching this film, you—you you, you just feel like you've had fun watching it because you can't not like Sean Connery. You can't—you uh, can't not like him. Um, and it is probably one of his—he was in a couple more films after one—a serious performance, which was called Finding Forrester, which is a damn good film. Um, and the only other one that is worth note that was kind of good was Entrapment and only because it had him and Catherine Zeta-Jones, and for whatever reason, it just works. Um, um, and Entrapment is actually quite a good film. In fact, we might do Entrapment, because it is actually
0: a fast-food film. I need to watch Entrapment. I've never watched Entrapment. Oh, mate, oh, I love I'm it. Not, sorry, I mean, let me rephrase that. I've never watched it all the way through. It's a good film.
1: It is a good film. It's a fast-food film, but it's fun. Again, we might have to cover that. Um but Conroy, that was Conry's last film because well, it wasn't because he then did *League of Gentlemen*. But we're not going to talk about that. So, Gen- um, no, 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 *The Extraordinary League, League of, of Gentlemen*. *The Extraordinary Gen- of Gentlemen*. Is extraordinary is completely, completely
0: different. different. Yeah. yeah. If you're Are local? Uh, <laughs> that would have been great um, if Conry was doing that. Are you local, <laughs> <laughs> little man? Oh. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, this was. I mean, he retired, I think, in two thousand. I mean, he didn't make many. He didn't make many films after this. But he was brilliant in this, um, and it's it's a fun film, and and this is why I'm putting it up there as a, as a fast food film. And if you've never seen it, you really should watch it. Um, it 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 has a little bit of everything in it, but there are a lot of uh, facts around it. So um, funny enough, it had the same budget as Independence Day, seventy five million. Oh. Uh, didn't make as much as Independence Day, surprisingly. <laughs> um, only made $336 million worldwide, but that's still a pretty good return. Um, they they kind of had an idea for a sequel, but I don't think Connery was that interested in coming back. And, you know, you can't make a sequel without Connery coming back. And Connery didn't do a lot of sequels. so. Um, but there's some other interesting facts around there. There were a lot of uncredited writers on this film, including Quentin Tarantino. But there was hey. another, there was a, there was another one. Um, Aaron Sorkin. Now, this is where I'm going to get a bit nerdy. Um, because Aaron Sorkin went on to create one of the greatest TV shows of all time. I know you're going to disagree with me, but shut up. It is. He created the West wing, which starred John Spencer as Leo McGarry who I fucking love. One of my favorite characters. I love the West Wing. I'm a big fucking West Wing nerd. Um, but John Spencer went on to it. And and Spencer used to play assholes a lot. And he does it very, very well in The Rock. But he was cast as the White House chief of staff in in the West Wing. And he was brilliant and very, very likable. And in at the end of the fifth season, his character has this massive heart attack and he in season six he he he's he has to leave the job of the white house thing but interestingly during the filming of the last season of the west wing he he died in real life had a massive heart attack halfway through and they had and they had to completely rewrite the the final part of the show um and it was it was a it was really tragic because by all accounts although he played assholes really well he was a really nice guy (laughs) he was one of these really nice people so your theory about people having to play bad guys to get it all out yeah i think was possibly true about him because it, he was apparently really well liked and and you know it was they were very very upset when he died it's a shame but aaron sorkin worked on this another one was a a, a guy that was jonathan hensley who did jumanji die hard 3 which i like and armageddon but again, because he didn't... There's this weird rule in, 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 in Hollywood where if you don't write... If you don't contribute more than 50% to the script, you don't get a credit. And so this guy didn't get credit. And interestingly, Bay, Bay uh, went to town to try and get him this credit to, for the thing. He tried to change this and and, and was uh, involved in protesting against it. So, I mean, a lot of people say Michael Bay is an arsehole, but he, he didn't have to do that, I don't and he, think he did. He do not
0: have to be an asshole. I just, you know, he might be. Oh, a, a lot of people bit, bit full of himself, but not an arsehole. Bit There's like something.
1: I don't know a lot of people said he's an arsehole. There's been some Me Too shit around him
0: and all that kind of crap, but you know. Um, you think? Uh, no, I don't think he's an arsehole. I think I think he's a Republican. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's what it is, because that's that's for for people in Hollywood. Those two those two are interchangeable.
1: There's an, in, uh, there's an interesting uh, fact about Sean Connery because a, a lot of the film was shot on Alcatraz. Uh, the studio wanted right. it all I shot. Thought I thought you were going to say, all shot in Sean Connery's back garden. Well, no. <laughs> Sean Connery, know, as, part of his, as part of his contract, demanded that they build him a cabin on Alcatraz because he couldn't be asked to travel to the island every day. So literally, for the amount of time that they were shooting on location at Alcatraz, Sean Connery lived in a cabin on Alcatraz. Did he? that's <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Do you know that originally it wasn't going to be Nicolas Cage that was going to play Stanley Goodspeed? Do you know was who was cool. up for the role? Yeah, it was. That,
0: that wouldn't have worked. It, it just wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. You can't it,
1: have...
0: It, 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 I am a chemistry can... nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you Never, ever are you going to buy fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger as a fucking chemist with a degree and a doctorate. No, but Nicolas Cage, you kind of buy it because he plays it that that right side of geeky, yes. but not Connor. I mean, the whole idea of the geek guy killing that bloke at the end, the arsehole at the end, makes it more satisfying. Arnie killing him at the end. You, you know, that little like little weedy guy saying, at the end. It just wouldn't it would have worked. Look
0: like, it would have looked like bullying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I mean, as much as people fucking, um, have a go at Nicolas Cage, it, it His partnership with Connery is what makes this movie. Arnold, Arnie with fucking Connery. Nah, that wouldn't have been any good. Um, I did have the whole F-18 thing down here, but, you know, some arsehole wouldn't fucking say that. Hey,
0: hey, 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 do I like aircraft? Yes, I do like aircraft. Yes, and that's why I had it in there for you. I go, here's one for you, Gary. All right, hang on a second. All right. (laughs) Okay, what planes should they have scrambled? Uh, well, nowadays it would have been F 22s, but back no, then, no, I no, not no, sure. no, 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 from that, part, it wouldn't be F 22s, it would have been probably F 16s. No, they weren't in it, would have been F 16s or F 15s. I was gonna say, but now it would be F 22s, wouldn't it? because that's what, what the I, Air Force fly. I heard a wonderful joke on the internet from a pilot where it's like, you know, you have the twin seater planes where you have the guy who does the, the bombing and the targeting and all of that shit, uh, uh, and um. Uh, and the other guy does the flying i heard a great joke it goes like this you right it's like the 16 pilot sits in their 15th uh, po- uh cockpit for the first time looks back at the seat behind him and he goes i'd rather have the fuel <laughs> it's because i got a choice that weight, fill it, fill it up um but yeah, the it was it was a it was a really good film. I watched it. The car chase bit was great. The unnecessary tram launch that I remember. I remember. Oh really yes, where a tram launches upwards, not over. Yes,
1: upwards.
0: Yes, It gets yes. The side and goes up. Yeah, that poor old tram. That, <laughs> that poor made old me tram. My head. And, and you don't see
1: you don't see the guy jump off it, do you? The, the guy goes. The guy goes. You know, the the. the no, they're, of, all the, the they're all fine. They're all fine in yeah. that apparently (laughs) miraculously but um there is a there is a final interesting fact around this um and it all evolves around the fact that the vx gas is kept in in the glass balls because that's absolute
0: bullshit they they don't keep yeah i've just realized something yeah in the in the film when he, he steals the humvee yeah he steals it from yeah. a very effeminate German man who's into Humvees. Yeah, yeah, st- yeah Arnold st- Schwarzenegger. St- stereotype too. Arnold Schwarzenegger, German fella. He was really into Humvees during the nineties. Do you think that was? A, do you think? Do you think that was a pardon? Austrian yeah, man. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Then. An effeminate Austrian man. Okay. Do you think that was a poker, Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Probably, yeah. I remember, I remember him being like, an, oh, "I love my hammers and smoking twenty cigars in the cigar lounge every day." It's like, oh, good, good, good for you. Um, uh, so, there is,
1: yeah. I, I, as I was saying though, there is a there is an interesting fact, and it involves politicians and all sorts of shit. But the scene in that film where you're seeing the the, the VX gas kept in the gas ball, it, it's not like that. And any chemist was like, yeah, "That's just." Total bullshit. We don't keep it in glass balls that can break like that. But in 2002, there was uh, a certain American president that wanted to go to war with Iraq. And MI6 got hold of a source who said that Iraq were producing weapons of mass destruction. And this source went into vivid detail about the weapons that they were producing and the Americans and the uh the CIA and MR6 were were, were saying we're on we're on you know the, the threshold of a of a, a, a sort of like in, you know t- intelligence coup d'etat, we're gonna have all of this stuff until somebody realized that the source was describing <laughs> the scene out of the rock. <laughs> and actually really? when you read the report. That was that was um submitted to MI6 this intelligence, it talks about Iraqis producing VH gas in little green balls. <laughs> and when the chemist went that went, No, it's in canisters, to, to glass balls of shit. That that's that's the movie The Rock. <laughs> like that's absolutely true. It turns out the source that the MI6 had described the scene from the rock. And it's-, it's it's
0: true. It's weird because um, what was it? Um, that there was uh, there's a, there's a there was a spy. And he turns around, and goes, "There are two types of spies in the world." And goes, "They're incompetent spies, and spies will say anything for a price." Hmm. Just saying. Um,
1: I, I,
0: it's funny because VX gas is a British invention. It's one of the I things that. This right because what it was is during the second world war the America, uh, not americans the germans came up with vg gas i think it was called and we're not talking about video game gas the like, safe space and whatnot took in the <laughs> new vg gas which they that which was was, was a nerve gas um and but its weird because that had like a fruity smell to it so you could kind of pick up on it um so naturally we got hold of it and we tinkered with the formula and we made it more potent and then some guy figured out if you stuck it to some kind of petroleum style jelly or whatever, you could stick it to surfaces so it would be more effective. Um and we traded that along with our weaponized anthrax for nuclear weapons. There you go. Little lesson.
1: Yeah, it's not kept in it's little a, glass it's balls. A, hang with on a second. With it. it is a bit more
0: complicated than that, but I tried to simplify.
1: Yeah. But but I mean I mean I love how 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 again if you look into this movie too too hard, you know to 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 enable for you to sort of like uh what's the the word dismantle the bomb or or you know what's the word um disarm. when you stop a bomb disarm disarm it you have to pull out these highly volatile very fragile gas balls take them out of the container and then pull the chip out from the inside not exactly a brilliant design
0: you know is it? it wouldn't be easy just to just <laughs> for the movie, movie. Unscrew the yeah, warhead
1: and throw it away. But then, but then the tension in the film as Stanley's getting yeah, shot at
0: it, it, they fly and center wouldn't have to, been as great. <laughs> I used to refer to this stuff in the '90s as useless mechanics—mechanics mechanics that have no reason for being around. Like, um, like Voyager, Voyager, the nacelles going up like that when it goes to warp didn't need to happen. Didn't need to happen. B five for the, no, just, the, the yeah. Star Fury. Like, shit did not need to happen, but it looked cool. And that's what but I have to try to argue,
1: but boys to try to argue. there was some science shit around. Oh, yeah, Michael, we, the one thing I will you. give Michael Bay is he doesn't make any fucking pretenses. Does he, you know, he, it was pointed out to him that they should have been F 16s or at the time. He goes, I don't give a shit. F 18s look cool. And he's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, again, people pointed out to him time VXO's gas is not ca- I don't give a shit. It looks cool. And it adds to the tension. And he's fucking right. I mean, and that's why it's the re- It is that's why it is a fast food movie. Don't think about it. Just enjoy it. Have fun. And and trust me, if you don't, if you switch this off, it works. It's a really good fucking film. It it, it generally is a great action film, and you have fun at the end of it, and you have a great big smile on your face at the end of it. And not every film does that. Um, and, and your brothers have been subject have got loads of suggestions for us but you need to i think we need to come up with some criteria for for, for these fast food films and 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 they, they've got to have real really no depth to them <laughs> there's got to be no depth you don't have to sit there and think about this if you think about this film for more than 10 minutes it is not a fast food film
0: <laughs> i think it has to have a degree of stupidity in it
1: Yes, it has it to does. have
0: something. That's, like, that's stupid.
1: <laughs> like infecting an alien, a superior alien race with a computer virus. Ah, yes, um, <laughs> and, the, and 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 the world's longest thirty seconds. <laughs> um Or in this, the ex gas been kept in little glass balls. Oh dear! No, I, I I love the rock. I watched it again the other day, and I watched the extended cut. Not that I know noticed any difference. It's been a long while since I watched it, and I had a smile on my face at the end of it. I love it. I love the action scenes. I love the car chase because it reminds me of Bullet. Um, it, it's great. Everything in this film is great. It, 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 it's not a bad film. I, I, how can you not like it if you're if you're a bloke and you're into your action film? How can you not like The Rock? It's brilliant. Unless Nicolas Cage winds you up because I know
0: he does irritate some oh, people. Oh, he was fine. Coincidence. He was fine up until like 2000, and then that's when he went a bit weird, even I, though in, I know he does live in an what, English village.
1: As much as people say this, I'd love to have seen him in Kevin Smith's Superman. Or, uh, you know, was it? Yeah, because they were having him. Kevin Smith wrote the script. it was going to be directed by What's-His-Face, wasn't it? Um, a weirdo um, <laughs> director. And and the pictures of Nicolas Cage and that, so I would have loved to have seen a Nicolas Cage Superman movie because I think it would have been so fucking batshit crazy. It would have been something mad. I I am, um, I, I, you know, curiously, I was dead against people because you now that Tiger, Tiger, what's his king is so popular. I was dead against, oh, we're going to have, you know, we're going to make a movie out of this and people are going to pay him. I was like, oh, shut up. You know, that's just cashing on it. But I have to say, kind of want to see Nicolas Cage. <laughs> who Has been cast as Joe Exotic. I'm now kind of interested. It's like this, this is not weird, I, I'll,
0: I'll be honest with you, Keith. That might be how can I put it? Uh, a lead into our next fast food film starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And there's a hint. It could be.
1: It could be. So I've got to see him. I've got to see him as exotic.
0: Yeah. I just, I just do.
1: But yes, so The Rock, 1996. Fucking watch it if you haven't done. Yes. But again, I, could, I know that these movies most of you have watched, but you know we like to do a deep dive and give you some interesting facts
0: about them. And I, hope, I think we've done it this week. It looks like it's available on Amazon Prime Videos. Pay on demand, I'm afraid. Uh, the iTunes Store, Google Play, uh, Microsoft Store too. So you should be able to get it from there. Um, and happy watching. Yes. And we will be back with
1: another one of these in a couple of weeks time. And yes. We've got another one from 1996. 1990- <laughs> 1996? No. no, I might be wrong. There. 7 or 8, remember. I can't remember. Yeah, it, it,
0: Sorry,
1: was, after boss, it? it no, was after the rock, wasn't it? No, it's the next
0: year, boss.
1: 1997.
0: 1997. Crikey, he was cranking him out, wasn't he, old Michael Bay? Good on you. Anyway. He was. And on that note, We'll say goodbye. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.